This is the time, this is the place, and this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And since everything is geeky, if you love it enough, you never know what you're going to get. Well, you became Irish a little bit. What is St. Patrick's Day? That was not Irish. That I don't care. Horrible. That was Scottish. That was Here's more Scottish. Here's the sure. thing. Here's the thing. Freedom! It's St. Pa- Patrick's Day, right? And people who are listening to this were probably too inebriated to notice the subtle differences between <laughs> Scottish and Irish. Yeah, but they're going to be listening to this on Wednesday when they're not inebriated. You don't understand Rochester people like we do, do you? This, this is going to be one of those lasting buzzes. I grew up buzzes. in Avon. Yeah. <laughs> that explains a lot. It really does. Okay, anyway. remember when we met? What, what accent was I using when we met? Oh, hell, if I remember. That was, what, 35 years ago, 40 years ago, 60 years ago? Something like that at <laughs> this point? 25. 25. Irish. I don't remember. Anyway. That was a bit better. That's a bit better. That was a little bit better. I know. I got to, I got to work on it a little bit. You know, I don't actually have a good accent until after a summer at Run Fair. Yeah, well... Or I can a bottle of meat or two. My problem is not getting into it. It's getting out of it is, is my Well, it's because you lived it for so long. Uh, yeah. Uh, and can I do it anyway at this point? Sure. Anyway, this is your host, <laughs> IMC, as you well know. And this is my favorite off-the-beaten-path crew here. This okay. week, we're going to welcome Evie Delilah, local burlesque artist and promoter, who has been working very hard on our Nerdlesque launch party. We'll be talking about the history of burlesque and what you can expect from the show that, that Friday, April 12th. After that, stick around for upcoming events and our question of the week. As always, with me in the studio, local radio legend Billy DeTori is oh, in the where? house. Where? Who? Yeah. <laughs> Billy... Billy, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting this vibe. I'm hearing some rumors. Can you confirm or deny that you are now a, once again a five cat family? Yeah, we're crazy. Yes, but yes. we love you guys anyway. Yeah. So you and Susan have adopted again. Just took in a fifth cat uh, two days ago, or less than forty eight hours ago, but thirty six hours ago. And is he is he a senior cat, young cat, little young cat, eight eight month old kitten? Oh, Aww. look at that! All black cat. Okay, I, uh, and I you wanted pictures. an all black again, didn't you? Because Geraldine had Geraldine passed away. Geraldine passed away about a year and a half ago. All right, has so. it been that long? It has oh, been. It December, seem like it's December been of two thousand and seventeen. Right. So, so thirteen, fourteen months. Yeah. Is that a picture that Tanya is passing around oh, at the yes, moment? Baby kitty, I have Small baby kitty. Black. Oh, from Wednesday night from the Amherst game, you were telling oh, me because I said, I, "What did I miss on the radio?" Yeah. It's so cute. Small, black, and fuzzy. Yep. So now, and very shy, and very shy. So what have you chosen to name him at this point? Uh, you know who my favorite guy is, so his name is now Silent Bob. Oh, my. Uh. Tell me you're going to be tagging Kevin in the Twitter pics. I will. That's got to be a Once thing. Once we take our own little pics of him uh-huh. in our house. and you're He's Silent Bob dash cat. Dot Bob. Oh, says, okay, Bob now cat. we got to keep Bob going cat. with it. Silent Bobcat Bob Goldthwait? No. Detori. No. Detori. <laughs> oh, it's Silent. He's silent. He's silent. That's true. And Bobcat Goldthwait is the opposite of Silent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very. Um, and and so that's five cats now you have. Five in our house, yes. That's we amazing. have Dora, Precious, Oliver, Daniel, and now Silent Bob. That's there's a password <laughs> to be had there somewhere along the line. You know that that cat's going to become very very loud now that you named him Silent Bob. <sighs> well, okay, good. That'll be <laughs> ironic. That, there very, you go. Very. And Jay. And eventually, it's kind of like how you name the uh, fat guy skinny and yes. the skinny guy tiny. fat. Oh. <laughs> and, and the big yeah. guy's tiny. Things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also in studio today, my ever present and effervescent co-host. Miss yeah. Tanya Metris. Hello. Hello, Miss Tanya Metris. Hi. How are you, Miss Tanya Metris? I'm a little sleepy, but okay. Uh, it's better than I guess grumpy or yeah. Doc. Doc. Yeah. Especially dopey. Yeah, hey, definitely he not dopey. He's my favorite dwarf. I have him on a mug <laughs> in regards to. Are you saying work. that dopey is your spirit animal? No, dopey is uh, just reminds me uh, <laughs> of everybody that she hangs out with. He's very special, <laughs> and I'm a special ed teacher, so it's he's just, very special. Okay. And I love it when he comes up with the diamonds on his eyes. Oh. In the movie. Oh, <laughs> <don't> <laughs> she's laughing because you know. Ding, ding, ding. 
So, yes. And right. and on the, the panel of usual suspects, last but certainly not least, is Producer Sherry. Hello, Producer Sherry. Hello. How are you, Producer Sherry? I'm doing all right. You is. I is. I hear the mad monkey or the mighty monkey herself, little monkey. <laughs> the monkey girl. Monkey girl. She's on her way home. She's, she's on been her way out home. About. She was out and about. Yep. Doing a walkabout. And I think she's currently, um, well, she's coming up from Carmel with the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, I sent her a new podcast to listen to. So she's probably forcing him to listen to it. Is it one of ours or? No, no. It's one. And I actually, why did, I thought. Why? Of, why, is, why are you? Because she's already listening to Why are you fostering podcasts stars. other than us? She already listens to ours. That's not acceptable. I don't care. That's Please, a detail. Come on. You, Kate, you know my daughter. <laughs> and you're taking me seriously. No. That's the best part yeah. about this conversation There's right now. There's nothing I can throw at him. You know my daughter. Yes, I do. <laughs> Yes. Um, I found actually it was recommended to me the other day and I thought of Billy also with this Mm -hmm. and it was it's a podcast called The Biology of Superheroes oh that sounds cool yeah it's 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 actually he's a doctor Uh and uh, and he teaches and he teaches a class about this at Harvard I love this man already. Is this somebody we can get for? A I'm going to try. We're going to go for an interview on this one? I am so going to try. I've already I've listened to the first episode Uh and it was about Spider-Man and it was that's phenomenal. Except for I had I was it was kind of cringy uh-huh. because they talked a lot about spiders and yeah. spider webs and tensile strength and how they work and uh-huh. it was fascinating but it was cringy. See, here's the thing about science is that I can listen to somebody talk about it, but the moment the spider shows up in front of me, yeah. then all bets are now officially well, off. They were talking about they were talking about a spider from Madagascar that they started studying. It was something that they had just found like in the last ten years, and mm-hmm. I really wanted to look it up, but mm-hmm. knowing it's one of the largest spiders in all the world, I went nope. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll not big, be looking big for this. pile of nope. Nope. I hate spiders. I love spiders. I uh, see Evie. You and I are probably going to have to have a little discussion about that sometime, so I can convince you the error of your ways. They're... The only way to deal with a proper spider is with a flamethrower. But like spiders make all the nasty bugs go away. They I just take care of them. Get that? I really do. I get that. But that's why I like bats. Here's the thing: as long as as long as the spider stays outside in the yard, that's great. The moment he breaches the in, the contract and comes into the house, it's all bets yeah, are off. Yeah, all bets at are that off. Point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's the gang, and, and we're doing our thing. What do we got? <laughs> Tanya? You can't fire me. I can. No, you can't. Sure I can. <laughs> he has the power to fire me, and he Dan. doesn't even he has have the power. the power to fire any of us. He has the power because... to fire you from MMC. I have the power to fire you from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I will take my headphones and go home. No, <laughs> Stop. But we have special guests in the studio. We have an audience today. We have a studio audience. Our, our beloved, okay, it's gone. Our beloved fearless leader. Oh, come on. It was a screen. No. It was nothing. It no. wasn't really real. Come on. Guys, focus. Girls. And this is me talking about that, too. It's kind of funny. It's guys spelled G-A-I-Z, which apparently is the new like politically correct way of doing that. I don't buy it. Smile and nod. Um, <laughs> I usually do with you. But, but so uh, see, behind the scenes, behind Dan the scenes, finally gets to see what really happens. Oh, he's in been here. in the studio with us a couple of times, but not like on, not once. on the mic, but definitely in the audience to see what we what he's uh, unleashed upon the world. Is our beloved leader, President Dan, is in the house tonight? How you doing, he Dan? Can't hurt hi, the he's just waving. He's come on, say hi, say hi. hi. There we go. That's close <laughs> Get enough. Up in there. Oh, see, that's the last time you say that to him. No, don't. That's just disturbing. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't disturb that. That's just not bad. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to regroup. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about nerdlesque, burlesque, and all points in between. Yes. Comedian Daniel Sloss. Nice. I was uh, watching a nature documentary uh, yesterday. don't know if you know this, but spiders uh, don't have uh, <laughs> spider 
penises, uh, <laughs> if they're ever reproducing, the like, reproduction organs are in like, the front two arms, and that's how they reproduce, which is obviously very interesting, but also really changes every single Spider-Man movie. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's not a hero. <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a sex offender. <laughs> like, what he's doing is awful. <laughs> that was that was perfect. That was amazing. Oh my god! And that was was that a Scottish accent or was that Irish? I'm so not sure. <laughs> it was something not American. In the 19th century, the term burlesque was applied to a wide range of comic plays. Beginning in the 1840s, these works entertained the lower and middle classes in Great Britain and the United States by making fun or burlesquing the operas plays and social habits of the upper classes. These shows use comedy and music to challenge the established way of looking at things. Evie Delilah is no stranger to the Rochester area burlesque scene. She is an artist and a promoter, as well as geeky enough to bring an offshoot of burlesque called Nerdlesque. Evie, hello. how are you? I'm wonderful. And it welcome. is a beautiful sunny day. It is how a gorgeous sunny day. Today. It is a beautiful Sunday Sunday afternoon. Uh, so thank you. Welcome for being here and, and welcome to being here. I, I'm going to be tripping over my own words today, I suppose. Um, so so I'm used to that. There you go. Trip, men tripping over things. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Usually our lower jaws. Yeah. Gotcha. Pick them up off the floor for you. All right. See now this because this is radio. You do not get to see my dear listener. You get not to see Evie, but she's gorgeous. And we'll be posting some pictures of, of us all hanging out together probably a little bit later so you can see this. And then, of course, on April 12th, Friday, at where is it? Uh, Firehouse Saloon. Firehouse Saloon. You're going to be doing a Nerdlesque show yes, sir. to help kick off FC3 2019 yeah. weekend. Yeah. Very Start cool. the weekend with your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> Best way to go into the party weekend. naked, baby. You know what I also oh, thought boy. of? What would be really great about this? Tell me. We're very. We have to be very fa- family friendly. Right. At the the con right and people have less than family friendly cosplay oh, yes please come this at. is definitely the this time the to bring that out right this I, is going to be a thing because we like to as we always like to say you know a little something for everybody where it all comes together and that's c-o-m-e-s yeah i just said please come in and i was like oh <laughs> i mean like please come to the show in your cosplay yeah absolutely don't That'd make be a, a mess party. of it <laughs> <laughs> So, as you can tell, this one's already off the rails, and I like it that way. So, Evie, tell me, tell me, what? Let's go right for the basics. What is burlesque? What, what's it all about? And and tell me a little bit more about uh, what okay. you think it is. Um, so, burlesque actually goes back even further than the 1800s. Okay, um, that's just when it started to become more. Um, in the general population, there was highbrow and lowbrow, and right, right. lowbrow is a little bit like almost more slapsticky. Um, highbrow tended to be a little bit more like politically based and commentary, and um, that's one of the things kind of that you see across the um, the board is burlesque is meant to be a mockery and a commentary on what's happening in the world. Um, so kind of like the original form of satire in a, yes, in a way. Okay. Yes, and so that's sort of where burlesque started, and mm-hmm. then. As the world, like, it started to, um, so in the mid-1800s, it came to New York mm-hmm. and Chicago. And um, from there, it kind of began to expand into, like, what's considered Victorian burlesque. Okay. Um, which started to be a little bit more sultry. There started to be, like, components that were, like, sexy or, like, um, jokes. It was a lot of, like, there was verbal stuff, too. So, like, older burlesque was, like, there was talking as well as, like, 
dancing is when the Victorian burlesque started to become mm-hmm. a thing, and there were things called leg shows because you know an ankle man. <laughs> well, Victorian era of England was, I mean, not so much repressed, but pretty damn close to it. If I'm not, my history is kind of correct. Yeah, so like that in that time, showing your ankle was like a real big to do, especially oh, yeah. if you weren't. Oh my stars! God I got the vapors. Um, so yeah, so leg shows would be like they'd just kind of like shimmy their skirts up a little, and you'd see some ankle, and it would get all the boys in the front row super flustered. Um, <laughs> Proper so, gentlemen. Yes. Um, so it kind of progressed. It came across the pond, and um, it began to merge in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. It merged with like the idea of um, sideshow. Mm-hmm. So you started to see some like vaudeville type stuff merging into burlesque. Um, so you were having more like oddities and stuff. Okay. Um, if you look at. So it gave it that carnival aspect. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's like the early 1900s you're looking at that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Okay. So I'll talk really briefly and then we'll come back to this later about okay. how I got into burlesque. So yeah, that's one of my questions coming up. So. Um I remember being a I mean, I was probably twelve. We'll talk about this too. My parents did not monitor what I watched. Um, <laughs> In so, some ways. Yeah. As long so, as it was a musical, I suppose. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. There's musical components. We're doing fine. There you go. Um, so I remember seeing this documentary on burlesque when I was like probably like 12, and I just remember having stars in my eyes. And there was this woman named Zorita, um, mm-hmm. the snake charmer. And she was. I think I've heard of her. She's incredible. She's this. She's a very interesting human. Um, if you learn more about her personal life, she's incredibly interesting. But she was a like out lesbian in the 1940s, which is a very rare wow. oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. And she was the snake charmer. She had these giant boa snakes that she would charm up and dance with. And mm-hmm. Elmer and Oscar. Yeah, is that their names? That's what their names oh, are. I love you for looking that up. I, I <laughs> that's, love that's people my who are job. about the details. <laughs> yeah, that's what Tanya loves. To, I mean, we're, we'll bring up something, and Tanya's right there on the computer. Boom, she's she's starting you know, to look it up right off the bat. Do you see those pictures though? She was a she was a big lady, not like a heavy lady, but she was just tall and like built. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just she was remember, an Amazon. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I just remember looking at it and being like, oh my stars, <laughs> like <laughs> I can dance and be naked like these two things can exist in the same world and fabulous like yes let's make this a life goal um <laughs> how old are you when you said that too 12 there we go all and, right yeah so that was me at, at like a modest 12 year old mm-hmm. like i i was joking with my friend today and i said yeah he, i was like i was super into like betty page by 13 like loved all that sort of stuff and i remember going to like high school i was in ninth grade and i had this picture of betty it was a shirt with betty page and she's like bent over something Something, and I remember like my math teacher at the time just like was handing back papers, and he was like, "Nice shirt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I've forever just been in complete like awe and like googly eyed watching these mm-hmm. women that are just powerhouses. You know, mm-hmm. like you just you see them, and all of a sudden you're like mesmerized. See, and that's what, you, and I'm I'm liking your tone. And let me see if I can kind of draw out what I'm thinking at the moment here, because yeah. <laughs> my brain is a jumble of bag of cats going on. Um, people hear burlesque, and they they just think naughty. They think sex review. They think something off color, not family friendly. But I'm listening to, and you're talking about empowerment and diversity and artwork. Yeah. You know? So, and then you're in it, so you're seeing it from the inside. Now, tell me more about that. Tell me more about that aspect. And then I have a follow-up question okay. for that. Um, so how, I guess like, okay. So burlesque to me mm-hmm. is the art of striptease. So to me, like 
I really try to tell a story, mm-hmm. like like the traditional burlesque. Like I like to tell you a story. Okay. I'm gonna get up there. I'm gonna make you feel some type of way, and we're gonna talk about something. Um, and like, yeah, there's nudity, but it's not like gratuitous or like mm-hmm. like it's not just like I'm getting up there, I'm taking off my top, and just so you understand too, the progression from burlesque to strip clubs is a thing. So burlesque was originally like what strip clubs used to be. A burlesque number in the 1940s, 30s, 40s. Um, in the 30s, there was kind of a dip down from the 20s and 30s because of prohibition. They were right. really starting to like break on. Didn't a lot of comedians start yes. out in burlesque? Oh, yes. yes. oh yeah. Start- Evan Costello. Danny Kaye. So they yeah. are, they would have been the people who would have been curating the show. Mm-hmm. That's because like you wanted to have somebody be like slapsticky and like keep you there and like. I was watching this documentary and they were talking, the guy who's doing it now, he was talking about like, he's the one that wants to make you feel comfortable watching somebody do what they're about to do with taking their clothes off and not feel weird if you feel some type of way about it. Because mm-hmm. it's not like you're like by yourself in a peep booth just like <laughs> thinking whatever you're thinking. Like you're in a crowd of mm-hmm. people. And like my favorite, um, I'm trying to think if this is family friendly enough. Um, Don't my, worry about it. My, Go my family, my favorite thing of all times is awkward boners. <laughs> like, oh. I want to make you feel some type of way about some stuff where you're like, is this okay? Dan, Dan I, I love her. Can we adopt her? <laughs> Thank you. That's a great band name. Uh, yeah, awkward, awkward boners? boners. Awkward boners. Awkward boners I'm sure the college soon. circuit has that somewhere on there. Oh, boy. Somewhere along the line the, on the cut. You have it. But anyway. Yeah, so um, I feel like we went somewhere, and I, I'm trying to get back to where we were. Okay. Oh, right, strip clubs. Um, yes. So it started as burlesque. They were like 20 minutes performances. Like, you look at old Gypsy Rose Lee stuff. It oh, was it's like, amazing. It's amazing. It was like a thing. It was mm-hmm. like not like five minutes. It was like you were watching her for 20 minutes. It was interpretive dance. It was ballet. It was kind of a not little... Gypsy. N- not no, Gypsy. No, she was like very, like, she was witty. She was okay. real funny. She well, was real playful. I don't mean the dance style. What I mean is like it's it, it's the dance is telling the story. Yeah. Or, um, am I, or am I off base at the moment? Not with Gypsy as much. Okay. Hers was very, almost like leg shows. Like, she didn't get into more like burlesque no. stuff till later. Okay. Um, like, well, burlesque she came, she came from a background of, of theater. Of theater yeah. not, she didn't go directly into it. That was that was a progression for yeah. her. So she kept a lot. I, I mm-hmm. love Gypsy Rosalie. So, um, and well, I've heard so you talk about her, yeah. Yeah. So she's, she kept that whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the differences, too, with theater and burlesque is like, there is no fourth wall in burlesque. I'm gonna look at you. I'm gonna. I might go up to you. I might like talk to you directly. People who sit in the front row at my shows are usually targets. Um, so, if you, like a comedian would. Yes. Um, so yeah, I always warn people if they're in the front row. Like, I may come up to you. I may talk to you directly. Like, just be warned. Mm-hmm. Like, you are a fair game. You know, it's funny. I think burlesque. I don't think taking off clothes. I think, have you ever seen the movie Chicago? Yeah. Queen Latifah's Latifah's number. Big Mama. Yeah. When you're good to Mama. That is such a burlesque act. That's what I think of. That sexy, sultry, going to play with the audience, but not, I mean, nudity is not the whole point. No. And and like one of my things is like, I like to take my time taking off my clothes. Um, You know, so when we talk about, I'll like hop back to the, like when we talk about the progression of burlesque. So we see burlesque going from 20 minutes to maybe like 10 to 7 to becoming go-go. 
mm-hmm. in like the 60s, 70s. Okay. And from go-go, it turned into strip clubs. Okay. So like that. So there's a progression. There is a progression. Um, mm-hmm. Very much the American, like, I want it. I want it five minutes. Instant so, gratification yes. has been going. It's not a recent thing. No, 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 no. You know, no. We, we talk about it often because of the gamer culture. Right. You know, and how certain video games have been, you know, as they as evolve, they get yeah, so, easier. So this is a story video game. This gotcha. This is something where you're, like, working to the end game. Like, right. you're not that, like... Yes, I killed them. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, no. We're going to get there. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk right. and have, you know. Like, There's a progression. There's an yeah. involvement. Yes. Um, and I, something you had said, Sherry, triggered that question that's been rolling around in the back of my head. So if this is kind of off the, the tangent that we're on right now, that's I'm sorry about it. We'll come back to mm-hmm. it. But um, it, we've been focusing so far on the art form is not the point of what people think of it, the public perception aspect of yes. it. Yes, yes. All right. And and you were saying, you know, it's so not this. And you're and I'm hearing Evie, I'm hearing you saying it's so not this. Um, how do you how do you deal with that public perception? Because I'll tell you, but right out, we've taken a little bit of grief for oh, the I'm fact sure. that our, our our punch our our, our uh, launch party is this nerd less show. We've oh, taken I've had we've taken some beatings. I've I've had um, people say You know, stuff so and, and we try to, to be we try to put the good foot forward saying you guys are, are not seeing past your initial thing how do you how do you address that what do you talk to how do you tell people about um it? so i actually want to go back to the thing we were saying about um burlesque being empowerment mm-hmm. so when you look at like late 1800s early 1900s burlesque it was very much centered towards a male audience mm-hmm. and burlesque now is very much about like reclaiming women's bodies and i want to be clear not all burlesque is female there are there we have really a, yeah mm-hmm. so we have boylesque mm-hmm. dancers I, I love I've, them. I've seen a picture of really? something yeah. in uh, Vegas is that a recent thing or is that something that's been all along in the history of it um, and then we just haven't put a spotlight on it I think there were like not boylesque as we understand it now okay like that's definitely like a between like 1990s and uh-huh. now type thing um, since the revival of burlesque I'd say uh-huh. um, but I could damn near guarantee you that um looking back there were probably like the men who did the um emceeing and stuff like that who would do little cheeky things like okay. um but yeah so it's very much <laughs> about like empowerment burlesque is about body positivity mm-hmm. we are about like doesn't matter who you are where you're from you know your background your whatever like it's about empowerment and like feeling feeling i really yeah. think burlesque is about feeling yeah um like we're going to tell you a story or make you feel some type of way and we're gonna yeah like eventually we'll get take our clothes off but like i don't know i i don't think of burlesque as innately sexual okay um and even I, though that sex is an assessment a, a, a component it's it's there it's there yeah for sure i mean like it's not the whole thing is what you're saying yeah like my thing is for me mm-hmm. i like to make people feel something in their heart and if it goes lower or higher cool like, you know, mm-hmm. but like I understand um, the the grief that people give burlesque. Like I'm not dumb to it. Right. Um, I understand it. We grow. We are in a um, Christian, white Anglo-Saxon Christian culture. Right. Where, God forbid, you see a nipple. Like even with breastfeeding. Like. <gasps> oh, I know. You know. And <laughs> that drives me insane. Like... <laughs> that stuff. You know, it's it's interesting. You know, and we can talk politics just for a second here. Um, we live in a country that is split almost in half emotionally. Yeah. You've got the, the the compassionate Christian conservatives, which I have euphemisms for that are not appropriate. Okay. And then you have everybody else who just wants to live their life and experience things and have fun and have their freedoms and whatnot and do and do things no hurt to anybody else. And there's that clash in the middle that creates these 
um, these facades, these, these, um, what was the word I'm looking for? Expectations Thank of you. how people should be. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That was, you were right in my head there for a second. Um, which That's is a scary place to be, you know, <laughs> dealing with the expectations of what people think you should be. Yeah. You know, like as a burlesque dancer, I definitely, um, have caught grief from my family. Mm-hmm. Um, like my dad has always been incredibly supportive. Uh-huh. Um, and my mom's always like, so, uh, when are you going to get a real job? And I'm <laughs> like, thanks mom. Love now, you is, too. Is this your whole, is handling burlesque and doing shows and whatnot? That's your, no, it's it, your life these days or, um, it is. I would say, so I usually get out of work around like seven, eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. It's my like eight to midnight job. Okay. Like I spend hours when I get mm-hmm. home. I'm actually, so this week I'm starting on a venture where I'm going to be making, I'm hoping, I do some photo editing and I'm hoping to make a mini comic book for our Nerd Lusk. Oh, that's um, so cool. So like I'm going to take pictures of all the girls, photo edit them onto mm-hmm. like comic book backdrops and like put their bios on there and Outstanding. Stuff. That's awesome. So that's that's that my so goal cool. for that this awesome. week. Okay. Can't Good luck with that. Can't wait to see that. Absolutely. See, um, in addition to the stuff that I do here, I'm also involved in roller derby. Yes. And there is a lot of that kind of the whole strippers and strippers and skates yeah, mentality that we mm-hmm. are trying to get past at this point. Yeah. Nobody's seeing the athletes they're seeing. No, and they're, these these women are they're some of the most tough. amazing athletes I've ever met in oh. my life. Mm-hmm. But we got asked to be at, we got asked to be at um, to volunteer at something i can't remember what it was but the guy's like can you guys like come in fishnets can you bring paddles and spank me and we're like okay you need to seek help and yeah. no we will not be attending your event <laughs> i mean so like i one of my things is i try to not judge anyone unless they're hurting someone else mm-hmm. um and that's supposed to be basically the golden rule yeah that's my you know? thought so like have fun do no harm but like the the idea that he felt comfortable enough to ask that yes. is what concerns me. I suppose. Yes, and that that like, is what concerns me. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I've had people be very inappropriate with me in, in shows, and like I take it like fifty fifty. Like sometimes I just roll with it, and I'm like, ah, you know, whatever. And then other times I've definitely been like, yo, so that was super not okay, and let me explain to you why. And like I always try to when that happens, I try to even not come at it with judgment, but just be like, here's a really good learning opportunity mm-hmm. or like. How to treat other humans because we're all human. None of us are making it out of here alive. There you we may go. as well be good to each other in the meantime. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Um, that's good stuff. That's so fun. yeah, I feel like we digressed a little. And I yeah, but that's the point. This this podcast never stays completely one hundred percent on course. Sweet, I like stream of consciousness. We just there it is. <laughs> Um, there it is. So yeah, the show is April twelfth. We're yes. going to be doing um, Nerd Less, which is tell me a little bit more about that. I'm assuming it's an offshoot, obviously. Yeah. So um, like we were talking about, uh, burlesque is like political commentary, social commentary, etc. So mm-hmm. like as the scene of nerdy geekery, all that. Not geek. Okay, let me be clear. Geekery is when you eat living things. This is not geekery. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no biting the heads off of uh, chickens. I will not be eating o- old fish school at the carnival show. life. That yeah. you know, it's funny that that reference pops up at least once a season for us in this podcast. I'm I've sure. noticed that. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. um, geek stuff, nerd geek stuff, stuff, nerd stuff. Yeah. Um, so like as things like I was reading something, too, and it's like being there is a, a nerd less performer that was talking about how like when she grew up being like into comic books was so like weird for a chick. And now it's like if you aren't into comic books, you're kind of on the outskirts. Like if you haven't gone see the most recent comic book movie, you're like uh-huh. not in on it. The geek <laughs> shall inherit the earth. Right. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. guys are running all the corporations. There you stuff. go. Um. So but with that, like with burlesque being commentary, like. 
there you're going to have commentary on political pop culture commentary on what's popular and mm-hmm. because there's such a, a big crew now that is into like comics and stuff like that um it's becoming a thing also i need to be really clear that almost all the burlesque dancers i know are total nerds <laughs> like <laughs> even the ones who like do the glam stuff like they like go home and are like super nerds on whatever it is like i just remember being at like a i was at a meeting for when i was in one of the troops and i just remember being like if people could only hear like the nerdy shit we talk about they'd be like <laughs> It's the same thing with Derby. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's so, <laughs> yeah. Um, we speak our own language, we nerds. We really do. Yeah, so I definitely think that, like, it's grown. Um, and it's sort of just, like, that commonly accepted. Like, there are specific nerdlesque shows, but you also, like, it's not uncommon to see someone do nerdlesque at a regular show. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'll give a shout-out to one of the girls who's performing, and she's in a local troupe. Raven Allure does, like, amazing nerdlesque. She's... Going to be one of the performers on she, the, at the launch party, correct? Is, I remember yes. that name from one of the write-ups that Sherry made for me. Yeah, and she's an amazing costumer, and I'm always mm-hmm. blown away when I see like her stuff on Instagram. I'm like, yes, queen. Um, so I'm really excited to have her. I've never had her at one of my shows yet, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty excited. And um, you know, so she, I've seen her do nerdlesque stuff outside of nerdlesque shows, mm-hmm. um, and some girls that's just their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you get into burlesque, you, des- you develop a um, like a persona, and some people's personas are just like nerdlesque. Like, there's a girl remedy I've worked with who's from New Orleans, and she runs like a nerdlesque review. Like, oh, she cool. does like burlesque, but it's it's really kind of like nerd focused. She ran, runs the nerdlesque festival in New Orleans, I think, mm-hmm. and like she also does the show called Anxieties, where it's like your worst anxieties <laughs> in a burlesque show. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> Which I I think again falls into like the awkward boner and like <laughs> being like. <laughs> Normally, this would give me a panic attack, but uh, but it's kind of but turning me breasts. on, right? Right, right, right. This is interesting. There's there's a there's a, a psychotherapy for you. <laughs> Let's deal with all your fears through nudity. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Rochester's really lucky. Fetishism on the rise. Yeah. Like I feel like we're also getting to this place as a culture where we're becoming like somewhat desensitized to stuff and mm-hmm. things just keep getting weirder <laughs> like it's because we have the internet <laughs> right yeah well you know what that old song is all about you know the what the internet's for <laughs> yep the internet's for anyway yeah avenue um, cat q. pictures yes avenue q yes. yes um so yeah i um i think nerdlesque is awesome i think mm-hmm. the other thing is like these girls pay a lot of attention. Burlesque dancers pay a lot of attention to detail. Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. When you're in a play, you're like 20 feet away. Mm-hmm. When you're at a burlesque show, you're like five feet away. Oh, wow. So like you can't half do stuff. You can't like bedazzle stuff like and not be paying attention. Because like the person in the front row will be like, but there's a gem missing. Yeah. Or at least like that's <laughs> what I think. In my head, I'm like, they're going to notice that there's Especially a- with nerdlesque, I'm sure. Because... That stripe is in the wrong place for that character. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. I yep. predict that's being said somewhere <laughs> yes. along the line. Yes. And yes. so also be gentle with us. Like, you know, we're, uh-huh. we're doing the best we can and we, we do really like dive into whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. But like if something's wrong, come and have a nice conversation with <laughs> yes. us. Don't be like, yes. you. You suck because you put that color in the wrong place. I smite you. Yeah. Yes. As mentioned, I spent many, many, many years working Renaissance fairs, and uh, garb Nazis are, like, my least favorite people at Renaissance fairs, so yeah, yeah. Well, you know, It goes hand in hand with, and we can have this conversation in more in depth at another time, but we, it goes hand in hand with the whole toxic 
nerd culture. Yeah, which you is know. anything toxic is toxic. Like yeah. I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> well, look at the backlash, the backlash from the recent Marvel movie, Captain Marvel. You know, yeah. everything that's gone on with that leading up to the release of the movie is clearly indicative of what goes across the culture, right. you know, these days. And, it, and, and it's like, it's just as divisive as the rest of, of everything that's been going on. But that's my proselytizing and, for the day. And, and to Let's go back and talk about sexy ladies. It's all good. And to say, okay, yes. I'm actually going to like rope Circle that in rope into it in. what I'm about to talk about. Bring it home. Like burlesque, like I said, is supposed to be empowerment, yeah. body positive, right. LGBTQ friendly, like all the things. And like there's no room for toxicity. There's none. No. Like. Like I'm, I will tell you guys to like hoot and holler when like if you like something, mm-hmm. you like hoot and holler. If you really like something, you like throw a shit fit. Um, <laughs> but like, don't like I don't have room for people who aren't gonna be nice. I'm with you. You know, like preach it, honey. You preach know. it. So it's just like we're here to have a good time. Mm-hmm. We're here to entertain you. If you have, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Oh, go with whatever's top of your head, hon. Don't worry about it. Talk to us. Yeah. We're human. Like Communicate. Yeah. Like, we're not going to come at you. Don't come at us. It's all good. Like, I love hearing what people think, even mm-hmm. if it's constructive criticism. Um, like, <laughs> for me, and I can only speak for myself, like, mm-hmm. I'm all about making sure you have a good time. Um, so if something was, like, really weird about a show, and I've had people come up and talk to me and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. Like, we're all human here. You know, mm-hmm. that's sort of like my mantra. Like, we're all human. Like, I've yet to meet a sentient person on this plane of living. Um, <laughs> so it's like, we're all doing the best we can. And we're yeah. all in it together. So, yeah. Very cool. All about I like empowerment. it. I love them. I love the message. I love the message. Now, Sherry's got in my notes here. You have another show coming up on May 5th. Tell me a little oh, bit no, about no. that. No, it's on May 4th. Cause May oh, the 4th, I'm sorry. May the 4th, 4th be with yes. you. Yes, I'm sorry. Did you make I'm a basic sorry. error? I did. Good God, I'm sorry. woman. <laughs> All right, so may the fourth be with you. I guess I can assume what the theme is going to be. Yes. At um, this point. So we are definitely going to have some Star Wars stuff at that show. Okay. I'm actually trying to figure out if I can get insurance to cover um, aerialists for that okay. show. Okay. Nice. So we can have That'd stormtroopers cool. hanging from the ceiling. Nice. Because I have I have goals, people. Like. <laughs> and, and I'm assuming like a slave Leah would be a no brainer kind of a thing to assume it's going to be there. Are you going to avoid it because of that? She will not be there. She will not be there. She will not be See, there. See, that's the thing. And I was that an intentional decision? It was a half and half. Because I, I, I would I assume have... something like that's just a natural, so they'd be almost like stereotypical. Okay, there, there's the mandatory slavery. So you want to avoid that because you want to focus on other aspects. Yeah. So the actual name of the show is May the 4th and All Things Nerdy Be With You. Nice. Um. So we will have some like Star Wars stuff for sure. But mm-hmm. like, we'll, like I'll just, I'm doing, Um. I really love Watchmen. Okay. And so I'm doing a Sally Jupiter routine. Oh, cool. Um. So that's what I'm doing at that show. I'm not going to tell you exactly what I'm doing for our show uh-huh. because- I like surprise boners, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't give it all away. Ooh, um, my word. I think I'm going to have to be in the front row for that one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but like, so I actually have, I run a monthly show. Okay. Um, it's at Iron Smoke Distillery. It's the first Saturday of every month. Mm-hmm. Self-promotion. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, and um, this is a nice little venture. I actually had Sherry reach out to me and ask me about, Burlesque in general, it kind of felt like the conversation started, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Hey, why don't why don't we do a show? Like, I do can a thing. like, and we talked about it, and it just seemed wisest to kind of make it the launch party. On mm-hmm. um, yeah, because it's outside the convention yeah, at that point, so there's a little safety zone there. Safety zone, also like 
I'm totally into the the convention being family friendly, mm-hmm. you know, and like I've. So I have to say, like, I went to AwesomeCon last year, which if you've That's never... That's not in Washington, D.C., right? It is most definitely in Washington, D.C., and mm-hmm. I loved it. Like, it is really cool. Um, last year, they had, like, an entire hallway that was, like, conversations on political politics in comic books and, mm-hmm. like, feminism in comic books, people of color in comic books, and just, like, this entire hallway of empowerment. And I just remember, like, going through the hallway, and it was like, oh! <laughs> um, now was it like panel discussions, or was it just yeah. just people hanging out, or panel discussions? They also okay. had um, a, like a room called Gamers G A Y M E R S. Interesting, and I thought that was so cool. It was like a hangout place for the LGBTQ people. Yeah, who that's cool. And nice. I, I think that's <clears throat> I like actually, that. I think it's actually like a, a club in DC. They're called Gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and they had a whole panel on Nerdlesque. And burlesque and the the coming of burlesque and how it came to be. And that was so cool. I got to um, meet Maki Roll and Louis Stardust. And um, there's some their cosplay burlesque dancers. Okay. And um, I just remember being like so happy that I, I brought my se- my stepson with me mm-hmm. to the convention because it was his birthday. He likes comic book stuff. So we went for his birthday. Mm-hmm. But I was like also simultaneously so sad that I knew I couldn't find a babysitter in D.C. <laughs> to go to like the Nerd Lusk show. But I was like... It just makes sense. Like, I remember you had to show your ID to get into the conversation about the burlesque. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, they were like, yeah, we didn't want to bring it here. It's like, it's not quite the place for it. So I really like it being kind of like an addition. I also know there's tons of people who will probably come who might not go to the convention. And I hope that it ropes them into being like, oh, let's learn more let's about the, this yeah. FC3. Let's see. But that's what we're thinking of. Um, I can't think of anything else at the moment. Does it, Anybody else? Any questions? Dan? Paul? I, I have to do a, 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 a shameless self-promotion Go for the right ahead. Cruise. Go love to. Hear so um, I started with Sirens and Stilettos, who's run by the most fabulous and amazing Miss Ruby Sparkle. She is their mm-hmm. headmistress. Um, and they perform the second Saturday of every month at Skylark. So just remember Sirens, Stilettos, second Saturday, Skylark. All the S's. There's no alliteration there whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And they started in 2012, and we will have um, a couple of the girls from Sirens and Stilettos joining us for mm-hmm. the um, the April 12th show. Um, there's also Pretty Kitties, who was formed in 2008 by Bethany Forthsay and has now been taken over. I'm going to use her stage name because I don't know if she wanted me to use her real name or not. Mm-hmm. By Shyla Goof. Um and they're great. They kind of perform intermittently, and they're kind of getting their feet back under them okay. um, from the transition of ownership. Um, and then there's Bewitch Burlesque Sideshow, which is the last Friday of every month at Photo City. So, again, like just remember your Fs, Friday, Photo City. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a fairly healthy culture in the area because there's a lot of shows going on on a fairly regular basis here. Yeah, and, like, the thing is we're all super different. So I run Rattlesnake Review mm-hmm. this First Saturday of every month at Iron Smoke Distillery with Miss Victoria Prudence. Okay. Um, and so, like, there's almost, like, something every weekend. And we're all very different in terms of how the shows run. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all worth checking out. We actually are sharing a weekend with Sirens and Stilettos. So, like, we have our show Friday, April 12th. They have a show April 13th. Right. If you get tickets for their show, you get $2 off the day of it. Our show. Right. So just yeah, we've been support your Sparkle Sisters. There it is. Um, and, like, all, there's... Um, People from each troupe that are going to be um, at the show, which is really exciting. And um, I also have, I'm bringing in a really great impressionist. They're a drag king. But, like, every time he performs, I'm like, I'm literally watching the person. 
Like, it's crazy. <laughs> um, his name is Justin Sane. Okay. And mm. really just like, <laughs> yeah, their stuff is phenomenal okay like i he has like a jack sparrow routine and i'm like i think i'm looking at johnny depp but i'm not <laughs> not, not entirely sure, sure. <laughs> um and so I'm, you've been talking him up a lot to me he dude look at his uh like his instagram or like it's just so incredible oh that leads me to a question real quick how do we, how do we find more information about your your, your gang your team your peoples so i run a production company so i don't have a proper troop so you can follow me on facebook or instagram at mm-hmm. ev delilah e-v-i-e-d-e-l-i-l-a-h um and dot com no way yeah sorry just not it yet. felt like it fit there <laughs> not, not yet but maybe soon um, yeah. or rattlesnake review this okay. show is um being run through my personal account which is the ev delilah one mm-hmm. um but like i try to post on there regularly and like for if you're interested in the flower city show the flower city comic-con show mm-hmm. you can either go to the flower city comic-con website mm-hmm. or the facebook there's links to the tickets um, and then you can also, uh, just like if you look up, uh, I think it actually showed up on Google when I looked up Nerdlesque Flower City or Rochester, uh, Nerdlesque. It, it was like the first thing that came up. Oh, on that's cool. Google. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you like, have arrived. It, it really kind of felt like that. Nice. Was, like I was talking to my friend about it and I was like, this is like bucket list. Like I've always wanted to do. At the top like, of a Google search. Yeah. Well, at the top of a Google search and also just like working with a Comic-Con to produce magic. I love that. See, that's that's the catchphrase of the day right there. Working with a comic to produce magic. magic. That's the win right there. I can't I can't I can't get any more out of this conversation right now. That was that was everything right there in that moment. Um, so no, what, what else you got for me? <laughs> you said you had a question. I you know what I brought it up. That was the whole when because um, we're talking about not the point in the public perception thing like that. And and uh, and you you brought it. You answered that one very clearly for me. Um, I think I'm in good shape right now. And and but if we uh, if we have more or we want to talk about this again, we can bring you back in. Oh yeah, oh, I'd love that. Yes, would love, I love that. that. I love um, working with people to make magic happen. Like, see, I, I that's just... a thing now. I love that phrase. That's going to be a thing now. Yeah. Uh, I know these chairs are not the most comfortable. I'm ones. just really short. It's How not... tall are you? I'm five foot two. Five foot two, eyes blue. Yes. <laughs> and actually, yes, they are. Um, I can confirm that now. They are eyes of blue, um, and I'm not, by the way. <laughs> I have neither. I am I neither foot five foot two or or eyes of blue. Really short next to you. You do. A lot of people do. Even Dan. Dan's six three and he still looks short next to me. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just a freak of nature. What are you gonna do? I'm five three with eyes of blue, but it doesn't fit with the song. No. Um, so at this point, Billy Bill. Yes, sir. We're gonna we're gonna take another quick break, okay. and when we come back, we're gonna talk about events and whatnot and start wrapping up today. But Evie, thank you, thank yeah. you for this. This is great. I love. Sure. I learned more. I am now, and I thought I wasn't already, but I'm looking forward to April 12th. This April is going to be a lot 12th, of fun. April 12th, 9.30 p.m., mm-hmm. Firehouse Saloon. Firehouse Saloon. You can get your tickets pre-sale for Eight. $8. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get your at the door for 10 unless you have a, Com- a Flower City Comic Con badge or mm-hmm. ticket or Sirens and Stilettos. Then you can still get it for 8 And VIP tickets are right up front, front row. I will personally harass you. Yay. Um, Was you, it, is that considered the surprise? Oh no, that's oh, not the surprise. That's not oh, the surprise. In, in the immortal but, but words of every infomercial about out there, the surprise that you and Billy wanted to do. <laughs> I do from two weeks ago. Interested? What's that? <laughs> oh, were, were we gonna? Uh, you guys were gonna, we were gonna wear thongs, weren't oh, we? Oh, that's right. We were gonna dance too, but yeah. but honestly, no. I don't think we carry the magic very well. 
<laughs> I, I think we're, that was before we were educated on what burlesque is all really really about. Right yeah. then, uh, then and there would just been a sight gag. I, I don't think I have the proper thong now Stress after the word listening gag. to the, uh, <laughs> the, the the whale. You can't show yeah. your nipples. Yeah, exactly. yeah. See, no, you know, the fabric paint sounds like it would be a bad thing yeah. too. So. Do you know what's incredibly interesting? Burlesque has totally different rules. So, like, the only thing men cannot do is have an erection in public. Like, make a nude erection. They can show their junk, which uh-huh. is crazy to me. I can't show my nipples if I'm being paid, but men can show the whole dick and balls. We, we, um, as long as it's not a wreck. We, we live in a world of double standards, and this surprises you. And mine always are, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just feel like there's something incredibly different between seeing a vagina and seeing a limp dick and balls. I am, um, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> that was awesome. Wow. That was awesome. Oh, that came out of left field. I don't think we can top that comment. Uh, I think we need not. to go to prison. There, there, there goes my sexy Chewbacca act. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Comedian Wanda Sykes. Awesome. Uh, you know how sacred the strip club experience is, guys. You know, strip, strip clubs, you know, it's, it's like therapy for men, man. It is. It's like, it's like going to see a therapist because you can tell a stripper anything. You know, they don't judge, and, and you know, they're not gonna, you're not gonna shock a stripper. She's heard it all, you know. So guys feel like they can go in and talk to them, you know, get in a lap dance, and the guy's like, well, you know, uh, when I was a little boy, my, uh, my uncle used to sneak in my room, and it is always the uncle, baby. It is always the uncle. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It'll be all right. You nasty uncles, baby. I know. Kick off the 2019 FC3 weekend with a party and nerdlesque review with some of your favorite characters appearing on stage. Raffles, trivia, and nerdy burlesque to fill the evening. That is Friday, April 12th at the Firehouse Saloon, 814 Clinton Avenue South, Rochester, New York, 14620. As we talked about in the previous segment, pre-sale tickets are $8, general admission $25 for VIP ticket. The day of, if you walk up there and say, give me a ticket, it's going to be $10, but you get a $2 discount if you got an FC3 ticket or a ticket to the Sirens and Stilettos show for the Saturday the 13th. And you will see our guest in studio today, Evie Delilah, and her troupe. What was the name of the game? I don't have a troupe. Oh, it's I production, production company. The production company. Yeah, Rattlesnake Rattlesnake Review. Rattlesnake Review. That was mm-hmm. done. And see, I'm, yep. I'm constantly learning something and getting it wrong. But that's okay, because she's here to help correct me and keep me on <laughs> the right path. Also, that weekend coming up, April 13th and 14th, you know it, you love it, you want to be there. It's going to be the fourth annual Flower City Comic Con. FC3 is for me. Our top guests of honor are Yellow Power Rangers, Tracy Lynn Cruz, Nakia Baris, and Karen Ashley. Professional wrestler Hacksaw Jim Duggan, actor Michael Bean, and comic artist Rusty Gilligan. Courtesy of Broken Icon Comics, we're also welcoming comic artist Rob Dumo, Nick Wetland, and Tristan Kelly. 
add in artists Caitlin Yarsky, Nigel Carrington, and Ken Wheaton, and we're going to have ourselves a full and fun and artistic weekend. And I can't wait to see if there's a baby Dumo also with Oh, they'll probably bring her with you. Oh. Bring her with them. You'll yeah. know where I'm going to be. Uh, yeah, hanging out with the Dumos all, all weekend long. You'll be, I'll be, I'll you'll be, be stealing that icon, baby. Uh, yeah. Broken icon table. No, so you, you won't. You'll me, just grab the baby and no, just walk away. I, Jessica won't let me out of her sight, so I know exactly where I'm going to be. Yeah. So Justin, I'm coming to snuggle that baby. There you go. It's a baby thing because Tanya loves babies. Oh my God, she's so Tanya, adorable. Well, she Tanya's a natural book. ally to small children to begin with because she's oh, a school it teacher. On the day. <laughs> it depends on the child too. No, really. well, see, I'm a school teacher. I have the high schoolers, not the little ones. Yeah, but you got into it because you wanted to see the little faces. Yeah. Yeah. See. Okay. Anyway, okay. moving on. Hey, you know what? What? We have this whole business section that I get to do every time we every week. Do you want to help me out with it? I think Dan should <laughs> Dan should come in right now. And in Tanya's microphone, yeah, he's yeah, he can't talk. <laughs> um, uh, excuse me when I say very quietly, very politely, bullshit. Um, <laughs> Want to be a part of FC3 Monkey Business and the Money Monkey Corporation? There are a few ways of doing that. Tanya, tell us more. <laughs> the first is to become a sponsor. We have sponsorship levels of all kinds and are even willing to create custom sponsorship packets. Please contact us at sponsorships at fc3roc.org. But wait, there's, there's more. The next is supporting us on Patreon. Patreon is a way to support the people who are creating the things you love. Please check us out at www.patreon.com backslash fc3roc. I love how you said backslash. Yep. Anyway. All membership levels will include access to the Patreon... Patron-only blog, plus tons of great perks at all levels. Special shout-outs to our see-no-evil-tier patrons, James Irish, Jen Bevan, and our very own Tanya Want to help others find the show? Please leave us a review wherever you listen to us, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Podbean, YouTube, and Stitcher. You can also find us at our own houses, so feel free to stop by, bring a pizza. Is there a place you find your podcast but you can't find FC3 Monkey Business? Please let us know, and then follow us on Twitter. Sherry, what's our Twitter handle? At FC3MB Podcast. And if you do, please say hi. We love it when you say hi. We almost hi. sound like we know hi. what we're doing here on this one. Doesn't, we sound almost, you guys sound so perfect. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> it's amazing. Hey, Evie, we do this thing at the end of every episode. We have a question of the week. Okay. I'm going to hit you because you're a guest. You're going to get hit with the question first this week. Okay, I'm prepared. What fictional private investigator would you want to be investigating your own disappearance? Oh, geez. It's not an investigator. Mm-hmm. But... I am notoriously a black cat. Like, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong, and it'll happen to me. So mm-hmm. I just kind of want MacGyver to, like, shadow <laughs> me. Like, just, it's not a private investigator, but it'd be great to have a MacGyver just, like, tailing me, being like, no, 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 it's fine. Yeah. I know you I'm think you broke your you. leg, but I found out how to fix it. There you go. I, I have duct tape <laughs> awesome. and a pencil. We're all set. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, the original MacGyver, not the, not the... Girl, please, of course, the original MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Did I say I love her already? <laughs> <laughs> Billy, Billy, what fictional private investigator would you want to be investigating your disappearance? I'm either going to go the Benedict Cumberbatch version of Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Or uh, Maxwell Smart. There you go. Because it'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be amazing. Missed him by that much. <laughs> and sorry then about that, Chief. Sorry sorry about that, Billy. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sherry. He stole my answer. He stole your answer. Do you want to have any other answers? I do have another answer. You got another. John Constantine. Okay. Oh. That would be cool. Yes. Right, right now the Keanu Reeves version or no. the, the, the real one <laughs> yes. from the CW shows. Yes. What, what's the actor's name? Do we uh, Matt? Uh, Matt? What is Tanya. His, 
Tanya. Hold on. <laughs> Five See, degrees know, of this I guy. I didn't know I was going to need to have his name. I can't do six degrees of this person. Anyway, well, so I'll yeah, vamp the no, hell out I of love, it. No, I love him. I uh-huh. think he's awesome. I think that show should never have been canceled. I think they need to Are bring, they bring it. I, I think I've heard rumors back, of bringing it back. Are they I, bringing I, back in CW Arrowverse? Yeah, he, he, has been, he has been brought back. Um, okay. But uh, I think he needs his own show again. It was so good. I, I'm going to have to agree <laughs> on that, that one. Is that DC streaming service going to do anything I think that might. I, that's no the rumor idea. I heard, actually. I thought we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago, actually. Can, can I ask a question? Go right ahead. What was everyone's character that made them feel some type of way when they were younger? Like they were like, "Oh, this comic book character," and like made them feel like head, Matt heart, Ryan. and lower bits. Some type of oh, way. Matt bits. Ryan. Matt Ryan. I knew. Matt, okay, I, I, so Matt Ryan's the actor. Yeah. And then I'm going to answer Evie's question. Well, no, I can't actually. I'm trying to think of it because the first comic book character that made me feel like I was invested in the story, like I could relate to, was that's, Peter Parker Spider Man. But that was not, not a dumb thing. <laughs> Um, that is not. What I she's would asking. say, I, honestly, I, I um, cloak and dagger, uh, dagger, because it was it, it was relatable to me because I found that particular comic book when I was in college, and these they were represented as college kids, mm-hmm. right? That had just gone astray, gone off the path, and whatnot, and then they were going through these you know ups and downs and whatnot. So I it, it could, I mean, not, not that I was ever in the drug culture or anything like that, but in college, but when you're when you're starting to learn really who you were becoming as an adult, that was that kind of character who I really connected to. And, and she, you know, a hot blonde in a tight tight outfit, come on, you're, that's the win-win situation for me on that one. Color me weird. I, I always do. Yeah. I had a thing for Nightcrawler. Okay. I love Nightcrawler. Was it the tail? I don't know what the it was. The three-fingered hands? <laughs> the smile. Yeah, this, I yeah. loved it's the his popping the, in and out of. Oh, I love. He's him. such a genuine guy too. He is. You know, he's that's, just that's the thing awesome. about Nightcrawler. He's he's always kind of been portrayed as this. He does what he has to when he has to, but it's not like he goes looking for the fight. No, no. You know? I've he's, always he's always been my favorite X Men, mm. and I did have a crush. There you go. Heck, answer Ginger from the Gilligan's Island. There you <laughs> go. There it is. Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, that's a thing, but anyway. Um, so back to the, the 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 written question of the week. But we're gonna. We're, I want to. Ta- I want to tag onto that a little bit longer. Um, I, I didn't. I was looking up Constantine, so I didn't really hear her question. The first comic book character that made you feel something, head, heart, and everything else. Who did you? Ha- what comic? What oh, was wait, the first Ginger's comic book character book. that you had a crush on? Well, I didn't read comic books. Tanya. I went physical or uh, I, fictional. Uh, so yeah, so fictional. Mm. Mine's super basic. Go ahead. Mine is um, either Eartha Kitt as Catwoman <gasps> or Linda Carter, which is kind of like I, I definitely, a, definitely a Wonder Woman. But I'm like, in regards to comic book crush, it would have to be Gambit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Earth, Eartha Kitt as Catwoman. You did. Yeah, but that's I will never. Yeah. Julie, <laughs> but Julie Newmar okay, also <laughs> was a fantastic Catwoman <laughs> too. Yeah, but still, she did not have. I mean, yes, she was great. She was a very different Catwoman, but they both were amazing. Yes, but... Eartha Kitt just, like, she put it on and she, like... There it is. Just mm-hmm. look. Preach. The look, yep. it was, yep. like, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, she's my favorite Catwoman, but Julie Nomar's my second favorite. There, there you go. go. And Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, so back to the question. Really? Well. Okay. She's blonde. I mean, come and on. Michelle Pfeiffer has the, like, things I love about Wonder Woman, but in Catwoman. So, like, Wonder Woman's background is basically, like, I'm going to use my lasso of truth. <laughs> and tie you up and make we're going to show you how bondage really works, <laughs> right? But you know that oh, scene in, in the in the Batman Returns movie when she does the backflip. Back, well, the start woman does the backflip, backflip, but then she stops and goes meow, and the building blows up behind her. I'm like, oh, yes, I love you, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, all right, Tanya. Yes. What fictional private investigator would you want to be investigating your disappearance? I'm going to have to go Castle. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm going awesome. to have to go as long as, it, as long as it's the Halloween edition and he dresses up as the space cowboy. Absolutely. What there are you? Space cowboy. Space yes. cowboy. Come on. Didn't that? Didn't you wear that like five years ago? <laughs> yeah. The Firefly I reference like is resplendent. I it was like all it. good. Oh, yes. I'd all have right. to go castle. Well, because the, he became a PI. Yes, he did. He did. He did. He got certified. And then there's then my answer would be uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Oh God! <laughs> Come on, that's, that's, that's a given. Awesome. That's awesome. That's a given right there. So no, all right, that's that enough book. of that for this week. And I think we've we've had enough fun for now. Too much fun for one week. And that has been Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you April 12th, 13th, 14th at the Blue Cross Arena. Like a spider monkey? Like a spider monkey. Like us on Facebook, love us on Twitter, follow us wherever we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. That's been us for a week, and we will see you all next Wednesday. Have a great one. Dum, dum, dum.